tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do? I'm here to rock. Yeah, join me as always, uh, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? And on the ones and two, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you guys? Yo, 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 yo. I'm good, man. It's uh, Tinfoil Hat Comedy Week. Tinfoil Hat Comedy Week. That's right. Two shows this weekend, so I hope you guys can join us. We're going to be live in Long Beach at Harvell's. Two shows, stand-up comedy and Swarm Tank. And then we run it back again in Bakersfield stand-up comedy swarm tank johnny will be joining us uh, in long beach because he's got to fly out the next day can't join us in bakersfield so it's gonna be a good time i have now added a february 3rd show in redlands uh that's next week i hope you can join us i would love to see people out i didn't get as much time to uh push it as i would like although there are two shows right there's a seven yeah and a 9.30, I think. Uh, hopefully the first one will fill with some people. I just didn't get a chance to promote it like I wanted to. But I'm excited to come out and see all you guys. So uh, just go to samtriple.com. And then the big show is uh, February 19th is the uh, first ever live. Sam Triple Brian Callum versus Sam Tripoli Conspiracy Social Club debate show live in Las Vegas. Myself versus Brian Callen debating your topics, what you want us to talk about. And then we're doing Sam's show after. It's going to be a glorious weekend. It's going to be a last show. One night, one night only. Come join us. Uh, that's February 19th. And then the Hammer of the Gods Tour kicks off at the end of the month. We got, uh, I am in New, Zealand, uh, New Orleans. Then I am in Nashville. And then we're in... Uh, Florida. So Jefferson, uh, excuse me, Jefferson, Georgia, those tickets all at samtriple.com. I can't wait to come see you guys. Uh, come get weird with me again. Hammer of the gods tour is kicking off. It's a great February. So this week kicks out, kicks off, uh, just the hammers of the God tours and it's going, we have, uh, for $10, you get all the premium content you could ever want at rockfin.com. Every show I do is on rockfin.com for premium content. Then you also get some free shelves. Just go to samtriple.com. Just go down to see the banners where it says free content. Okay. Hold on one second. And it's all there, man. All my live RSS feeds that you can listen to for free. I'm putting out hours and hours and hours, hours and hours and hours, hours and hours and hours. So much free content. Here we go. We got Sam Tripoli. We got Tim Fall Hat. We got Broken Sim, which has been fire lately. Yeah. Cash Daddies, Punch Drunk, Union of the Unwanted, Back, Backlog, The Archives of Conspiracy Social Club, and my spiritual podcast, Zero, 
all available. And Telegram has 2,000 followers. Congratulations. 2, followers. We did it. We've had a, we're getting, you know, we're getting some uh, player haters out there. So they're coming on, trying to muck it up. But Oh, really? Yeah, they're putting porn on there. So we got, we deleted them. Porn. Quick. Yeah. Is so, it conspiracy porn? Just trolling? Lizard porn? No, there's no lizard porn. porn. But if you want to find it, the link is very easy. Just go to samtriplee.com. If you want t-shirts, we're always having new t-shirts every month. Just go to tinfallhattshirts.com. That, again, that banner, just click it on samtriplee.com. Conspiracy Social Club t-shirts, click it on samtriplee.com. If you really want to hear me, you just want to hear different shows all the time, I have a 24-hour radio station at samtriplee.com. And all of my specials. What's going on? With, uh, we don't smoke the same. Uh, we just had uh, one of FBI's most wanted back in the days for trafficking weed back in the day, Jerry Kaczynski. He was on the show, so he was a legend. Thank you for coming on, and I would check it out. He dropped we some mad knowledge. We don't smoke the same. And Broken Sim, we're recording another one tonight. Yes, Tell us, Johnny, yes, how's yes, it been yes, going yes, on the yes, show? It's good. It's good. It's good. A lot of atrocities, a lot of super heavy legs. We're going to get an update on Sam <laughs> going under the knife. It's coming <laughs> up. Yeah, we'll get that gotta talk about that. Big announcement. Oh, big, big announcement. announcement. Yeah, big announcement. Interesting. So that's it. I hope to see you guys live. I hope you guys enjoy this show. It's about astrology. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's. I loved it. I thought it was a great episode, and uh, it's a two-hour banger, dog. Enjoy it. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. All right, let's get into it. I'm very excited to have this gentleman on. He's done a I, he's done the Union of the Unwanted a couple times. He's been on my uh, Zero podcast and my uh, Rockfin premium content. So I'm very excited about having him on. Uh, he has a podcast called The Cosmic Keys. Please welcome Dan Shukis. Shukis, how are you, brother? I'm good. How about you guys? Uh, you know, just. Uh, enjoying this bumpy ride that we call this reality, you know, you know, just trying to survive. What's new, dude? Okay, so let's get into this. Focus, Sam. Here we go. Um, for those who may not be familiar with you, Dan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where our listeners can find you? So I'm the host of a, a show called the Cosmic Keys Podcast. Um, the show's been around since December of 2018. Um, it's on Rockfin. It started off just, I had a co-host and it was strictly uh, like astrology, tarot, woo-woo, occult stuff throughout like 2019. And then when I uh, took the show over as the sole host of it, this that was during 2020. So I kind of just like latched on to the bigger conspiracy community and truther community and since then, I've just kind of been trying to keep the show related to, you know, esoteric, spiritual topics, astrology, but also going above and beyond to just like talk about this pandemic, the conspiracy stuff that came true, the Great Reset, all of that. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing with Cosmic Keys. I love it, dude. I love it. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, on Rockfin, if you just look up the Cosmic Keys podcast okay. or wherever, wherever. Any Instagrams podcast. or anything? My Instagram for the show is at Cosmic underscore Keys underscore podcast. I'm pretty shadow banned, so it might be hard to pull up. Um, and then I'm in a band. I'll plug my band. It's at 
moonstone underscore quill q u i l l and that's that instagram is kind of the main thing we got going for the band so so yeah those are the two main things at cosmickeyspodcast.com is the website uh well i'm glad you're here man i enjoyed our conversation before so i know this one's gonna be a great one uh it's very interesting because uh before we started this podcast we're all talking about the jord the uh, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson podcast, and now this giant push to, we gotta combat misinformation, right? And it's so interesting because I, I, I believe today's misinformation is tomorrow's truth, right? I mean, like, how many times have we seen that, I mean, whether it's the Gulf of Tonkin, the assassination get JFK, uh, anthrax attack, weapons of mass destruction, MLK. 9-11, I mean, all this stuff, MLK, all this stuff that what we were told by the Vegas shooting, I could just go on forever about what the official narrative was and then what it is now. And what later on, after people worked really hard to get the truth out, what it became, uh, it's two totally different things. So it's like, you have a bunch of people on the left that have lost their fucking skulls that don't understand what they're doing because they're so lost in identity politics that they only care about winning and not doing what is right. And it were it's a dangerous, 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 dangerous road. So what do people say? The 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 path to hell is aligned with uh, good intentions, right? Paved with good intentions. Paved with good intentions. Like so, the fact that you're shadow banned, you know, based on a conversation, I, I see nothing that would say, "Oh, this guy's dangerous." He's, he's gonna. He's he, what he could say could cor- corrupt the youth. I don't know what it is. Look, like, I mean, that's a dangerous man. Look at him. Look at this dangerous guy. <laughs> and the danger. Look at this dangerous wall. Yeah, yeah. We we are dangerous to them. Yeah, we are. We are. To, to, we are dangerous to the propaganda and the narrative. So that's true. But are we dangerous to the everyday person that's going to scroll through Instagram? No. Like. We're dangerous to them. That's a great point, dude. That is a really great point. Who are we dangerous to, right? It's like, oh, misinformation, that's dangerous. To who? To who is it dangerous to? And the answer is to the official narrative. And that's what's going. And it's just like there are some people so lost in their pride that they can't come to grips that they were fucking wrong. And they're just willing to burn everything down in order to not come to that moment where it's like, fine, I was wrong. And I got people in my family. I got people uh, that I love and care about that. I promise you, I will remind them every day about what they pushed. You know, <laughs> like I got, I got a family member. I'm not going to say who it is. Cause I don't want them coming back to me, but this motherfucker is going to hear all the time. What he was pushing on everybody. This motherfucker was the Paul Revere of vaccines. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has those in their family. There's right? always someone that's over here like, you have it? How could you not? Yeah, right. It's just crazy. So I, I want to get into astrology, man. Uh, I find this such an interesting thing because a- as we as we kind of start to learn as you go down this conspiracy road, 
you start to realize that what is up is really down. And there's been a, 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 a concentrated effort to demonize astrology to make it look like only chicks you're trying to bang are into it. And when they say stupid stuff, like, and you're like, okay, if this could get me late. I'll be a Sagittarius, whatever you want me to be. But the truth of the matter is like, that's been done purposefully. So nobody takes it serious. And the truth, and you know, the saying we've said a thousand times here, you know, millionaires study the market, billionaires study astrology. So it's like, where do you want to start with this? Because I think it's a very important thing to talk about. And it's like, I just did a really great episode on zero and it was all about the Akashic records. And like, if we're getting into that and what that represents, like, are the stars a, a roadmap to what is happening and what's going to happen? Yeah. So the, the thing with astrology is <clears throat> it's really like right brain, left brain and the right brain, um, which is like the more symbolic, poetic, colorful, woo woo side of it is what the chicks love about it. It's like you're the, the base version of astrology is like what you picture in the the newspaper, like 12 bullet points and you get to, you're one of 12 based on your birthday, but it's really like an all encompassing map of time. And because we know the speed of the planets, we can know exactly, you know, a hundred years beforehand where a certain planet will be at an exact time. So that's the left brain side of astrology is all the data all the numbers. So, I mean, the way I'm doing it, like I have all of this just preparing for this show to, to kind of talk about the astrology of COVID, the astrology ahead of us, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at just like data. So it's, it is woo woo and kind of wishy-washy and bullshit in one way and very poetic, but it, it's also like scientific and objective because all astrology is doing is mapping the movement of the planets. And that's very objective. You could say today is, you know, January 26 at right now it's two thirty nine PM where I'm at. And there's like an exact set of data that is measuring where the planets are. So you can, by the, knowing the speeds of the planets and knowing where they're going to be at a certain time, that's very objective and that's black and white. It's like two weeks from now, the moon will be at blank degrees of this sign and the signs in the Zodiac is like a 360 degree wheel that we just use to measure where they're at. So when you're looking at astrology, you can look at uh, the cycles and compare eras be like 1982, this was happening 2022 this is happening again. What, what can we kind of predict about what's going on? So it's really, really complex, but like you were saying, it is kind of like a white chick Instagram Lisa Frank thing. But these days, these days it's like, it's also kind of, it's like, I have a, I got a degree in economics and English and it's my economic interest in like cycles and graphs 
and patterns and stuff like that. That is really what, what I like, like what made me understand astrology better. So it's, it's data and then the predictions or the interpretations of the is data. that woo woo, like poetic thing. That's way more right brained than the left brain, like data. Guys, I want to tell you about our good friends at BudVac. BudVac is a one of a kind vacuum stash container for your herbs, tobacco, and even your laundry juice. Okay. It is definitely wink, wink, nah, for your weed, ganja, chronic, reefer, all the, all that stuff. Uh, mine's full of it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, every BudVac glass container comes with a vacuum pump to ex extract all the air, allowing you to store your top shelf goodness in an oxygen-free environment, thus presenting your herbs so it's fresh as the day you vacuum sealed it. All right, the secret why BudVac contain containers are so awesome is at preserving is its lid, okay? It has two-way air valve that allows you to pump out all the air inside the jar using the induced handled Vacuum pump. How's how's that going? Oh, it works great. You pump, pumps it all out. Got to pump it up. Pumps it. Come pump. on, pump it up. Go. You got to pump it up. That's right, dude. When you're ready to open your con the container, simply push the valve open and release the air back into the jar. Okay. Bud back stores containers are all glass. They are the only all glass vacuum containers on the market. They do not leach peep. BPA, nor do they retain odor like plastic containers. Fuck plastic containers, okay? Bud vac containers are incredibly easy to use. Each one comes with a vacuum pump, or you can simply purchase the automatic pump separately. Come on, doc. When you're high as shit, do you want a pump or do you want little robots to do it? So say goodbye to stale, dried out herbs, and hello to fresh flavor and aroma once you start using your glass vacuum storage system okay go to budvac.com use the promo code tfh and check out at checkout for 10 percent off that's budvac b-u-d-v-a-c.com use the promo code tfh and we want to thank budvac for sponsoring the live tinfoil hack comedy nights and swarm tanks i find the the term woo woo so interesting because you know there was there's been famous stories about people who predicted the woo woo, right? Oh, the woo woo's gonna come. It's gonna take you from God and all. And like, and I don't see that at all. I think the woo woo gets you closer to God. That's just for me and my personal journey. You know, it's like mm -hmm. I've gotten away. I was never really in to organized religion. I just always found it to be a construct I didn't believe in. You know, it's, I would, you know, it's basically Bill Burr's bit about, we listen to this guy who says he represents God and he's got a gambling problem and he's <laughs> like, you know, trying to hook up with everybody in his parishion and all this stuff. And it's like, it's totally true. And then, you know, and that's done purposefully, but you know, as I go down this journey and talk to people like you, you know, Dan, I, I just... I end up having this kind of thing where it's like I've cut out this middleman, which is like all I've done in my life now is like cutting out these managers, these agents, these all this. I, I have a great manager and I have a great agent, but like the the playing into um, the Hollywood structure, 
I like like in that is like the same thing I've done with my religion. I've taken out all these yes people or all these this all these people between these middlemen between me and bureaucracy God. red tape yeah all, all that, that gone and I've kind of gone right to source and like that is considered woo woo right law of attraction law of abundance all yeah. that stuff and that's the stuff that makes me feel like I am vibrating on a higher frequency all that stuff and like all this stuff you're talking about is stuff that I I start to study I go man that's that 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 lets me know something else is going on and to me that's the god stuff and they do yeah. it to demonize us and so and then you kind of go into the stuff and I, you know I'm not I know I'm talking about but then you start talking about all oh, the stars predict stuff you're like this gets me in assimilation and all that stuff. So it's like super interesting. So where do you want to start, man? So um, I can kind of, t I, um, I'm interested in kind of looking at the astrology of COVID and the pandemic and all that stuff, because so when I first got into astrology, it was kind of during a period from like 2015 to 2019 and that period was also a period where I was listening to a lot of podcasts, you know, like tons of like, you know, like the Greg Carlwoods, yeah. Gordon White's, Miguel, Chris Knowles. They were, there was like a scene back then from like 2015 to 2019 where I was um, living in Chicago and working a job where I was listening to podcasts all day. And with the combination of listening to astrology podcasts that would forecast like the month ahead, plus using like the app on my phone where I could like look at charts and, and comprehend it. I just kind of taught myself how to do astrology in that time. But Whoa. the reason I bring that time up is around that time, my astrologer in Chicago said he, he put this in this, he planted this seed in my head, like December 21st, 2020, the winter solstice is going to be the beginning of the age of Aquarius. So that was in my head for a really long time. And I actually moved out of Chicago at the very end of 2019 because of astrology. So, you know, in that period of time, all the astrologers were hyping 2020 as being a really significant year. Um, and I even told some of my friends who like are not into this stuff at all. I was like, yeah, you know how I'm into astrology, just letting you know the year 2020 is due to be really crazy. And lo and behold, you know, I moved from Chicago to Colorado and then just got settled in that January. And that January of 2020 was really the beginning of all of it. So what happened in the year 2020 that made it so infamous was in that January, there was a conjunction between the planet Pluto and the planet Saturn. So Pluto is like the furthest out planet that uh, was discovered in the 1940s. And it represents just like death. It's, it's like this far out planet kind of a destruction. It's like a wrecking ball. Yeah. So it represents death and rebirth and Saturn. We know like in the conspiracy world, Saturn is like the evil black cube restrictions, blah, blah, blah. So these two planets are like 
gnarly planets. And they, the last time they came together was 1982. And that coincided with like the AIDS epidemic. It literally brought Fauci onto the scene back then. Whoa! But it takes, it took like 40 years almost for that alignment to happen again. So in my head, I'm just like, what's going to happen in January, 2020? Is it going to be, you know, a a huge crash of the economy? Is it going to be a war? And so like when I moved to Colorado with my like superstitious astrology perspective, I was like, what the fuck's going to happen? And I was, I was working at a bellman at a, working as a bellman at a hotel. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I had to deliver the newspapers every morning. So I was forced to like read the fake news. And if you remember January of 2020 was that time period when Kobe died. Yeah. Australia was on fire. He he died today. Today's his anniversary. Yeah. That's the anniversary. So that time in like, you know, it was mainstream, like a meme to be like, it's the end of the world. It's the apocalypse, blah, blah, blah. And that coincided with that Saturn Pluto conjunction, which hadn't happened since 1982. Then at the end of 2020, which is also on my radar, I don't know if you guys were familiar with the star of Bethlehem idea. That was, um, it's basically the Saturn Jupiter conjunction. So Saturn and Jupiter come together. Oh, every- real quick, before you get into Jupiter, I don't want to leave Pluto real quick. Uh-huh. So a lot of people don't realize about Pluto. Pluto is also known as Gaga. What? Gaga. I did not know that. Gaga. Yes. We've had Christopher Knowles. I told us about that. Gaga, which is Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. She yeah, said she got it from Radio Gaga, which is very interesting that you know, what was going on with Queen and all that stuff. You know, he was into some dark shit, dog. So Gaga, he was with David Bowie. David Bowie was into the occult. So Gaga, she says she got his name from Radio Gaga. Gaga, Pluto is known as, according to Knowles, the the servant of, or the, the messenger of Saturn. So that also plays into that as well. That's yeah, that's really interesting. Um, so yeah, the in the beginning of 2020, like in that January, that was the kickoff to this like pandemic, we would say. Yes. Um, but then the other really important thing, just to kind of like give context to where we are in these like big cycles, so on December 21st, the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year of 2020, like after that whole traumatic trans transformational ritualistic year that that they told us about the great reset and all of that, there was this alignment where Jupiter and Saturn come together and they came together at zero degrees Aquarius on the winter solstice. So the, the time they come together every 20 years and they always come together in the same element on the Zodiac. So from, I, I have the actual dates in front of me. So with, um, with Saturn, Jupiter, they came together in the, in the year 2000 in, in an earth sign. And basically every 20 years they come together in 
the same elements. So they were like earth sign, 20 years, earth sign, 20 years, earth sign. So we have these periods of time that are like 160 to 200 years where Saturn and Jupiter are always in the same element. And on that day and on the winter solstice 2020, they did it in Aquarius, which is an air sign. And so for the next 160 years, they're coming together every 20, 20 years in the air element. So we switched from like the earth element, which was represent like that kicked off. That was kicked off by the industrial revolution, like factories. Oh, that's so interesting. Making, like it was like factories, like producing goods, shipping goods, railroads, like empires, like the British empire was like peaking at that point. Now we're in the air element in the air is up in it's up in the ethers it's in the air so what we're doing here like talking through zoom having these networks of people it's very aquarian like we're in the metaverse they're talking about the metaverse there's the blockchain all like money is going from being like a physical coin earth to a digital uh electronic coin like bitcoin or something so to, the reason I bring these two things up is because, like I said, in 2015, the year 2020 was on my mind as like the beginning of this whole new period. And it really played out. And I, I suspect that like they, the people that are controlling this stuff, they, they, they know about these things. So they're like, all right, we're making our schedule for the great reset it's got to start in 2020. You yes, know? dude. Yes, yes, well, yes, yes, yes. All that 100%. They read the stars and they play off that. Now, real quick. So if you let's, let's just for a moment say that we, we believe in exosomes, right? Exosomes. Exosomes. We believe in exosomes, right? And it is not a virus. It's flu season is when your body detox from all the toxins in your cells. And they know this time, right? So what a great time to call something the flu season. It's like mating season. They know the times of everything. So it fits right into what Dan is talking about. If they know this time is coming, how can they manipulate it? Yeah, and, and all the things with, like I said, January 2020 was Saturn-Pluto. They know that Pluto is going to wrecking ball what they've built for the past 200 years. So they, they know that it's time for them to implement their new system of control, their new world order in the airspace. Like, I don't, I don't know if for sure that there's astrologers working for, like, Klaus and all these people. But there's general knowledge that whether it was like the 2012 switch or even the 2001 new millennium switch, like they time these things according to the, the sky clock because that, that is the real, the real calendar is the stars, or the, the planets. If everything's um, pretty set in stone, is there any way to change it? Like if, if it's already in the stars? No, I mean, like the, the stars are going to, the stars work literally like a clock. It's like clockwork. So the ancients in Alexandria or whatever, 
couldn't know what's going on in 2022. Like they, because they knew the speeds of the planet. And at that point, it's just, it's That's like so maybe if an asteroid, or maybe if like an asteroid threw the orbit off and then that permanently changed the speed, but the speeds of the planet and the retrogrades are set like clockwork. So we can't change that. So the elites know that and the elites move with that. And yes, moving with it is neither good nor bad, but just like anything esoteric, anything occult, anything hermetic, like, yeah, you can, you can time, time your evil bidding according to the stars, or you could time, your good positive stuff with the star. So that's why it is a cult. A cult means hidden. That's why uh, casting charts was always illegal. You know, Queen Elizabeth had astrologers, but the citizens were not allowed to cast charts. So it's a cult. It's supposed to be secret and it's neutral. Like you could use it diabolically or positively and a lot of people will say just it's all bad. The occult's all the devil. Stay away from it. But we're living in a time, like I said, like 2015 to 2019 was kind of like a renaissance of astrology because there's apps, there's data, there's podcasts. It's really easy to do really advanced stuff. And when you do it for long enough, you're like, holy shit, like I'm tapped into the sky clock how do I optimize my life knowing what I know? So, so yeah. It is super interesting. John, you oh, dude, something Yeah, I, I mean, remember that ancient computer from, what is it, ancient Greek computer that they found at the bottom of, uh, you know, the ocean at a, in a shipwreck? That, yeah, and it's, and like its purpose, its purpose, yeah, was to, it could predict where the stars would be, you know, as far out as you want to go and it was it had gears i mean they had no idea that they had they could manufacture gears back then this one the it's one that I pulled incredibly up incredibly advanced yeah that's exactly it yeah it's uh yeah anti-kithera mechanism that's right yeah holy so this so like this is a very basic thing that was around in ancient times it's an ephemeris and all it is is like if you're looking at it here well, it's the just fuck? the data. It's it's kind of like reading the stock market. It's because it's very, it's data of what each planet will be in what sign on what day, and it's set in stone. This is not going to change. Um, so if you if you are studying that data, you know when I'm thinking about like why the fuck was 2020 so crazy? Why are is this new normal narrative? happening and why does it really feel like there is no going back well we i mean we're what do you mean by no age. going back what does that mean like, like we're in a new age um by by what i was saying with the elements like saturn and jupiter are not going to conjunct together in the earth element for another like 800 years so so when it, these are the techniques you use to put context to where we're at, like the, the phrase is as above, so below, like yeah. as above the planets are, are doing something that reflects what's happening below, but it's also as below, so above. So if you're in the middle of something on planet earth and you say, what the hell is going on right now? and you look above and you analyze it, that gives context to what's, to what's happening. And it's, it's poetic. Like you can't, 
astrologers make predictions, but like I've been predicting the crash of the economy for a while. And I still think it's like due and it's in the, the timing is right. Like to crash the dollar and move us into a digital currency. But it's kind of like a, you, you have to play the long, the long game with astrology and uh, the interpretations you make are it's, it's prediction is not the only thing that astrology provides. It provides context for like what the fuck is happening? Where are we heading? How long is this going to last? Cause it's, t- it's all timing and, and calendars. So it is super interesting, dude. It is like, yeah, you know, so above, so below. Right. So it, it, are we, you know, cause that's what they say about the moon, right? There's people believe the moon is a reflection of the, Plant Earth, whatever that represents, right? Yep. So, so above, so below, right? Then you have, so what is the real and then what is the reflection? Well, Are we well, reflecting the stars or the stars well, reflecting your eyes, us? Your eyes it's, reflect it's everything, close. right, Johnny? What? Don't your eyes reflect everything? Aren't we always seeing everything? Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about right here. What we're talking about is like, what is the actual thing that is happening and what is the reflection of that? Are we? It's technically both. So the the full phrase is as above, so below. Semicolon, as below, so above. So it works both ways. We are living down here and just living our lives and say something really good happens in our life. And then, you know, life is just happening below one way or the other. But then if you reflect upwards, you might, you would usually find like a synchronicity. Like if something really good happens, it is probably reflected in the stars. So it's not just like the stars are beaming rays down at us (laughs) and causing stuff. It's just, it's like the sky clock concept we're on. And in my opinion, it's like God's time. God is like the way the planets move like clockwork makes you reflect on fate. Like there is divine timing for certain things. There are cycles that we as humans can look up and notice them and make correlations and stuff. But we didn't make the clock like God made the clock. Um, So it's, it's used best um, to just visualize time and like, and especially visualize like, the big picture and the symbolism itself is super profound. So if you live astrology, you just gain wisdom when these archetypes be like you become conscious of them. You could say me being pissed off today or horny or rage, whatever is or both. (laughs) Yeah. That's Mars. That's the planet Mars. It's, and then there, so like everything in the human experience is categorized in astrology and the ancients knew what was up. This is something that's like millennia old. And the crazy thing is the human experience doesn't change. Like the ancients who devised like the 12 houses, the 12 houses categorize basically every major aspect of your life. And that hasn't changed. It's still like you, your house, your partner, your kids, your neighbors, your, your job. Like, so it's very human. And 
living it and studying it just kind of makes you more self-reflective. It's like to know thyself is to like, look at the stars, think about what's happening, look within and think what's happening. It forces you to like analyze yourself and analyze what's going on. Like I said, if you wake up angry and horny and ready to fight someone, that's Mars. So then you say, what is Mars doing? And if you look at your chart, it might be activated in some way. So there's a, it's like a deep rabbit hole and there's a lot of ways to apply it. But, uh, no, I, I, I think all this is really, really on point. And I think it's like, you know, it's, I, you know, the more and more I study this stuff, the more and more I wonder how much is this is free will and how much of this is just this kind of cosmic hand kind of pushing us along in a certain direction, right? Like, if I'm, yeah. if, if we go through, like, the, we live in a, we're here in a realm, we're here to learn an idea, and we have a path, and we're here to learn a lesson on this path, how, I, I always go, how much of it is, actual free will and how much of it is choose your own adventure where no matter what you, you pick, you end up around the same place. Yeah. And that's, that's like when you do uh, your birth chart, your birth chart, basically the chart is the wheel and it's constantly shifting. Like there's a chart for this moment right now, five minutes from now, the chart shifts a little bit. When you cast your birth chart, your cat, you're snapping a snapshot of the chart above you the moment you take your first breath. And that stays solid for your entire life. So your birth chart, the moment you take your first breath, it's like snapping a shot of the stars and you hold on to that. That's you, according to astrology. So, and that can reveal so much. Like if you have a complex if you have, it could be anything like a talent or an issue, something good or bad that's with you for your whole life. So the more you work with your chart, which is like your unique snapshot of like karma or the universe or whatever, then you kind of understand the cards you've been dealt. So if you have something really difficult in your chart, your life's journey is overcoming that difficulty if you have something really easy in your chart, your life will just kind of flow with blessings and good luck. But some people don't want that. Like we come here to get our ass kicked and gain wisdom. Yeah. And the astrology is very like stoic like that. It's like, this is going to be bad for like a month long, get ready for it or just deal with it. This is going to be good for two weeks long. You better, make the most of it. And it's cause there's like malefic and benefic planets. There's hard and soft aspects. So it really just like, it makes you stoic. It makes the hard times easier where you're just like, this is what's happening. This is my timeline for this difficult thing. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to address it. Or if it's good, you're like, I'm going to book a vacation for that period or I'm going to, like do something creative for that period. Like, so it, it helps you just like see the year or the decade ahead, know that there's going to be ups and downs and then act accordingly. And then when you look at your own chart, you're like, I'm always going to have this 
good or bad thing happening. So if it's a good thing, I need to build it up. If it's a bad thing, I have to rise to the occasion and overcome the yes. conflict. So and that's that, kind of. Will you do the us like the the reading for someone? Yeah, I do that uh, where I read the birth chart for yeah. people. So you can kind of tell what's going to happen to my life in a weird way. You're like, oh, it'll be good or what? Yeah, I mean, there's like basic ways where you just look at the basics of the charts. So I'd be like, tell you your rising sign, your sun sign, your moon sign. It's very basic and easy to digest, but there's techniques where your chart is, is solid. You know, it's a snapshot. Then the chart that is happening to you is moving, moving, moving slowly or fast, depending on the planet every single day. And when the chart above hits your chart, you, that's called the transit to you. So like if the moon, the moon takes a month to move through the whole Zodiac. So that's the closest to planet earth. That's the quickest moving planet. So if say the moon is the moon today could land right on top of where your natal sun is. So that's the chart above affecting your solid snapshot natal chart. So that's a technique for like predicting when certain things are happening to you. Um, there's, there's like lots of ways to like predict stuff like that. So like I said, there's like lots of applications for astrology, but I like to use it kind of to look at like current events and be like, yeah, where, what, what is this pandemic about? Like, what are, what is this, the stars saying about these times? Where are we heading in this next decade? And um, that's kind of what I share a lot on, on my show. So is there any app you would, you would recommend? You said there's a lot of them and there is, is there anyone you, yeah, you go to? The one that I've had since uh, like 2015 or 2016 it's called Time Passages. Time it's like it's passages. got this. So it tells you just like like if I click um, current chart, this chart here is showing this moment. And you know, an hour from now it'll look different. So the chart is ticking like a clock, but your natal chart is a snapshot that doesn't move. And what do you just put in your birthday? Yeah, so you on time passages like oh, and what time you're born you got to put what day yeah, you're the born birth, what the year birth time is really important because the chart relies on like if you were born in the morning or in the middle of the night that makes a huge difference like so, i was like, born in the afternoon like yeah how specific could you be like what if my mom's like a couple hours late does that that fuck shit up yeah i mean yeah i just said yeah, that like that so much the, stuff yeah, i would just think that'd be the funniest movie about a guy who gets the wrong chart and then oh no or the mom just trying to hold it hold it in for like another hour to get a really good no, don't let him come oh, out oh. you wait an hour he's gonna be a millionaire <laughs> yeah like my like my mom told me my birth time and then i looked at my birth certificate and it was like 40 minutes different so your birth certificate is considered like um a very accurate uh birth time source but and so that's the thing like everything it does you don't have to be a person everything has a birth chart like if i pour a glass of water you take a snapshot of the sky and be like that's the chart for this glass of water. So the like the United States of America has a birth chart, oh July fourth, seventeen seventy six. 
And that, and because Pluto now is coming all the way back to where it was at that moment, that's considered the Pluto return. So that's kind of how you use it. You keep the snapshot of the chart and then the current chart, which is happening to the chart. So something is hitting that chart basically. And because the snapshot of the United States birth chart has Pluto at like 27 degrees Capricorn, which is where it's going to be on February 20th. And it took 250 years for Pluto to come around. So symbolically we say, Pluto, the planet of destruction, death, and rebirth. Oh my God. It's coming to the, it, it's here. We're in it. Pluto it is here. In 2008, so that's when the 2008 financial crisis happened to the United States. And in the United States Sibley chart, that's in the, Capricorn is in the second house, so that's the house of finance. Um, so that's why I keep saying this period where Pluto is in Capricorn, it's leaving Capricorn. And for the first time in 2023, um, but this whole thing is the death and rebirth of America and empires have like a 250 year shelf life. Well, the Pluto cycle is about 250 okay, years. Okay. Okay. So let's get into this. What is your thoughts? Do you think the, what is that? Sound? Everybody thinks the empire is about to crash and maybe it is a change of how we operate what do you based on Pluto being here, what do you think is gonna happen? So like I said, um Pluto entered the sign of Capricorn in the year 2008. And that like I'm I'm kind of looking on my screen to give specific dates here. So November 26, 2008, Pluto was in Capricorn for good. On February, so that, that started this long period of Pluto slowly moving through the sign of Capricorn, and it leaves Capricorn um, in, for the first time on March 23rd, 2023. And then it kind of retrogrades and hangs out, and then it's officially solidly in Aquarius, November 19th, 2024. So from 2008 to 2024 is technically the whole Pluto return. Pluto is a really slow moving planet. So the death and rebirth thing doesn't happen just on February 20th. It's this like long buildup and, but it climaxes this year, 2022. So what is the, the symbolism of Pluto? It's death and rebirth. It's like the raw underground, like Pluto's, the God of the underworld. It's the raw hidden like libido that destroys to make room for something new. Like sometimes things have to be destroyed. Oh my and God. I'm not saying the United States will just be gone and then we'll be like China too or something, but it's going to be fundamentally different going forward. Like Rome had a Pluto return and that coincide if you if you count the beginning of the Roman Empire as happening closer to like uh, like the year one BC it's it's something like that after that like two hundred fifty year period it kind of turned into the Byzantine Empire so it was still like 
the power structure of Rome, but it has a new face. It you you don't even really call it Rome at that point. You call it Byzantium. So like possibilities for what could happen with this Pluto return. Well, first and foremost, it started in 2008 when we had that financial crisis and it's climaxing in 2022, which is no surprise because look at the world around us. It's so chaotic. The narratives are crumbling. All of this stuff is crumbling. And, and, you know, we were the empire. We are the petrodollar. We were the reserve currency. So yeah, yeah. that might go, that might go away. And it, it, it's going to change one way or the other, but it doesn't mean that America is going to look like a nuclear blast. Hit, <laughs> but it's going to be fundamentally different. We might have a national divorce between now and 2024 or 25 when it's fully in Aquarius. We might not be the reserve currency anymore. We might not be the, the world empire anymore. But it's kind of so that's kind of how astrology works. We know this death and destruction and rebirth. We're, we know we're in the thick of it. Anybody that's been alive 2008 to now should be seeing the crumbling and the decay and the collapsing of America. And even symbolically, 9-11, that symbolically is like representing, you know, the towers falling. And um, so it, it doesn't mean that we're just fucked and that America's fucked. It just means we have to embrace the change. We have to observe, yes, this is crumbling before our eyes. Uh, even like Charlie Robinson's book, the controlled demolition of the American empire, like that applies to this period we're in. So it's in our hands, what the rebirth looks like, but the, the crumbling and the destruction, if, if you don't see that happening, you've got your head in the sand. So that's, that's kind of what I see. Like I definitely think the dollar with the inflation, with everything else, with the great reset, they don't want us to be, the main empire anymore. They want the new world order. They want it in their control in kind of like a communist style, but like Americans are going to probably take the, the foundational principles of this country and hold like it's those of us that are holding on tightly to our liberties are going to have a say in the fate of what the new America looks like, but it's going through this, death and rebirth one way or the other. I totally agree. It's in our hands. So it's going to change. It is of my belief that we have had a parasite elite death cult in charge since about the 1700s. And they've been pulling a lot of stuff and they've been getting away with it because they control the media that, and all of the way in which they control the information highway. And for whatever reason, whether they created it and it got away from them or something else created it and they can't control it, the internet has changed that. And I think as a, I think conspiracy theorists give elites too much credit for how smart they are. They do try to do some dark shit, but I don't, I, 
I mean, what we're seeing right now, I, a lot of people think, oh, they're, they're, they're destroying the narrative on purpose. I go, I don't know, man. It seems to me like they tried to make a fundamental difference about how this realm operates, and I think it's failed. And because they can't control all of it. They, it's impossible to micromanage 7 billion people. It's impossible. Yeah, and just the concept of the New World Order, I mean, like in the early 90s when George Bush Sr. said, said that speech on 9-11-92 or whatever it was, like that was like right right after they were doing like the UN agenda 2030 or 2020 or whatever. So like, this is like a multi-generational plan. And I think they knew that like, given what the sky clock is saying about where we are in, in the March of history, they've got to try this. They've that's their deadline to do this plan is by now. And I think it's, it's like, it's almost like written even in like prophecy that they're going to fail. Like this happens throughout history. Even the story of like the tower of Babel in the Bible, like that was the new world order of their time. And that failed. Rome was the new world order of Jesus's time. And that eventually failed and transformed into something else too. Um, But yeah, I think you're right, Sam, that like, they, it's impossible to to have that much control. And they can control us through fear or force. And the fear has been the fear is just burning out. And yeah. yes. it's who it's like it's it's just gonna be a, another failed project, same same as it ever was. And I think I think us in this realm, in this conspiracy realm know that, but it's it's still f- intense to just watch it unfold to to just watch the great reset be given to us and handed to us and dealt to us but i mean i'm i'm not too worried i don't think it's even possible but i agree it's certainly man. dramatic it's quite a, quite the drama for sure i i think every i agree with everything you're saying right now uh i've heard you know different people talk about parts of what you're talking about you know it's like you know we're getting into the universe we're getting into the stars we're getting into all that stuff and i've always said it's like these people practice uh these people practice scarcity they don't practice abundance and when you practice scarcity you you pull love energy everything out of the process it it implodes on itself and you could do it for a short time but you can't keep doing it. And eventually it will fall in on itself. And that's my honest belief with these guys. I also believe what you're saying about they know what's coming and they tried their hardest to stop it. It's like, what else do you got to do? It's kind of like this, right? It's like when you go and there's like five seconds left on the clock in a game and they still run a play to try to help me or you pass it. And they're like, it's not going to happen unless you're Patrick Mahomes against the Bills defense and they, <laughs> they they think it's better to rush four people than maybe two or three and put everybody back, but that's a different story. You know, but 
So they'll just throw the pass and hope something happens. And but it's not gonna happen. Well, I mean, I was gonna ask them this question about Pluto. Do you think they made it a dwarf planet for us to not pay attention to it? Do you remember when they said that uh, uh, Pluto wasn't a planet? That all of a sudden it was a dwarf planet? That it was just a frozen rock? Yeah, I mean, do you I think they did that, that on, uh, to us to maybe, hey, don't pay attention, leave it alone? That's definitely possible. What's your hey, thoughts yeah, on that, Dan? It's definitely possible. It's it's interesting because traditional astrology is based on the seven traditional planets which are visible with the naked eye. So like if you looked up, you could see Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Venus, Mercury, the sun and the moon. That's seven. But then when we got telescopes, we discover Uranus is out there. Neptune is out there and Pluto is out there. And Pluto is a dwarf planet. It's still small, but for whatever reason, (laughs) you know, 1940 and beyond, was when modern astrologers started studying it. And it's definitely a mile marker for this death and rebirth theme. And there it's, it moves so slowly that there's like Pluto generation. So you can use Pluto to, to determine what generation you're from. So if, if you were born between 1983 and 1995, that's Pluto in Scorpio. So that's that's officially millennials. If you were born 1995 to 2008, that's Gen Z. And 2008 to now, when Pluto's been in Capricorn, that's the little kids who are getting muzzled up and shit who are probably going to turn out to be serial killers. What's their that's name? That's their generation. So Pluto is like a mile marker. Z. That's a generation that. Z? Generation like Z. Your kids are Z? Mike, No. Actually, I don't. I don't think they've named that Not generation yet. yet. Alpha, like Gen Generation Alpha, is two thousand eight to now, because Z is the end and A is if you re- so that that says a lot too, because they program our generations. Like the millennial programming was different than the Gen X programming 100%. or the Gen Z programming. So the Generation Alpha is really like the New World Order program, like muzzling the kids up and making them uh, scan QR codes or put on hand sanitizer or whatever. Like that says a lot about what they think this alpha, this whole restart of the alphabet could mean too. So I completely agree with all that. I mean, it's, I just think they had a plan and it didn't work out the way they want to. And then they kind of act like, oh, this is what we wanted. Then they panic and try to do a counter to that. And it's not. You know, it's not. And, you know, it's like you kind of get down to Hillary Clinton's election. And why did Comey come out a week or two before or right before? Remember when he came out, we're like, we're reopening the investigation. Why do you do that? Mm. Why do you do that? I mean, we have our feelings, but... That threw a real wrench in the whole thing. And, you know, you talked to some black pill. They thought that Trump won on purpose, possibly, but doesn't seem like it. Seems like they've been scorching Earth ever since, right? Generation Snowflake's the new one. No way. <laughs> That's yeah, not I what it it's called. It's just yeah. alpha. Man, nobody would it's call alpha. it that, you retard. I, I'm done saying that word, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. On Trump. Um, I shouldn't have said that word. My apologies. He was, he I'm was over the that president. Word. 
Go on. I don't know if you guys remember the uh, the Great American Eclipse in 2017. That was a, that was a full total eclipse that went across the whole country, yeah. and historically, eclipses are are bad for the king at the time. So, because he was the king, he was the president during that eclipse, and he he literally looked at it and stuff. That's yeah. a bad omen for yeah. him. So that's why a lot of people predicted that he wouldn't win in this last election. And he's sort of doomed by the fact that he was the sitting president for that omen, which is like the sun getting blacked out. That's not a good sign for the king. The king is like the sun king. Um, And it's interesting. He kind of put Bannon up as a sacrifice. Like Bannon was out of the picture after that uh, eclipse. So a lot of people say, he put in like a double so that he didn't get nailed by the eclipse. But when I look now and I see. What do you mean put a double? Like like Bannon took the fall. And he was totally out of the picture, out of his administration or out of influence right after that eclipse. So they in ancient times, I've heard that like if the king doesn't want to get taken out by the eclipse, you can kind of put in a, a double or like a sitting king to take the fall for him. So I've heard theories that Bannon took the fall of that kind of eclipse energy, but ultimately I I still think Trump, I still think that kind of doomed him. Like when I look at him now, he's like talking about how the vaccine is so great, how operation warp speed was so great. So any of the remaining like Q-tard people should, should be thinking about that. And just also think, I mean, he should have, like on paper, he probably should have won. I think he technically did win. You know, I think he did win. I don't think there's been any moment ever. And I hate both parties. So there's no moment in which Joe Biden showed anything that resembled 80 million votes. Mm-hmm. Just optically. There was no moment where 80 million people showed up. And did something. It just doesn't show up anywhere. Did you see one person around here, though, that was voting for Donald Trump? I, I mean, I don't... Do you know anybody in L.A. that was voting for yeah, Trump? Yeah, I do, but, actually. But, I mean, like, just on the street, people that yeah, you don't know personally, Johnny, random Johnny, people. Johnny, Johnny, But all those I people are I get what the, you're saying. But it, it didn't show up anywhere. Meaning anything. I mean, I, I definitely think it was rigged, but I'm just saying there are a lot of, a lot of people who just I, aren't Johnny, paying attention. I totally to. understand what you're saying. That there was a, a small... There's a there's a passion group of people, right? I think the places they greased it were in the not, not in the population centers, you know, in the in the rural communities. No, but what I'm telling you is that this swell for Biden didn't show up in any other place n- numerically. Like I never saw a rally, like a rally. Data. There's not like ratings. Uh, rallies. No, I mean, uh, part of that. No, part of that went is woke. people, people went weren't proud to say they were voting. I mean, the guy's an invalid, practically. Yeah, Who's going to tell anybody that they did, Even when they didn't put their name on it, no, it no, did it, not show. I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I, I'm kind of arguing both sides because I, I was, I mean, I'm the person on this show who said he was going to win by cheating. But I, I do think you are chronically underestimating how. Because a I lot did, of people because I haven't seen it show up anywhere else at all. 
in just, any it's way. It's just so easy for the Democrats to get the num- big numbers because they get all the, they get the cities. They just get them. They get them by default. They get they get maybe New York and they get L.A. And, and I still don't think he won California. I just don't. That's crazy. I, I mean, don't. He definitely won. He could have won you, LA, The place they cheated this just, was in the South. It was in San Georgia Diego, and places San like Diego. That. Georgia uh, was where they. Cheated. San Francisco, L.A. are the only parts, and those are two big markets. <laughs> the biggest, yeah. Right. But there's a there was big pushback, okay. I think you're on and the what, 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 what? Yeah, the steal could only really happen like because COVID happened, like the mail in ballot thing. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah. All of that. So right. I think a lot of states have changed their voting laws. So I think they. I agree. I think they stole that election, and I don't think it will be as easy for them to do that this fall because um, a lot of. I mean, who knows about how legit any election ever is, but on paper, it seems like it'll be harder in 2022 because we're not so locked down. Even the total libtards are not totally isolating where they wouldn't go out in public. Like, so I think they, they were using COVID for that election, but either way, I think just back to the Trump with getting hit by that great American eclipse, like at the end of the day, it's it's the it's um, 2022. It's been a year later, and he's not the sitting president. So that's still bad luck from a bad omen, in my opinion. Uh, I I totally agree with you, and Johnny. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just I just think that this thing. No, was, well, people also people say, oh, he got more votes than Biden, but there are millions and millions more people in the country now that were when uh, I mean uh, Obama, 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 about Obama than when Obama. His during his last election, the last time he did a national election, there's like a lot more people in the yeah, country. Okay, so real quick, Johnny, so you see this love of tr- this love of Trump, but then this hate of Trump, right? And the love of Trump is a groundswell, and then the hate of Trump just doesn't show up anywhere else. Fine. So then you go into Hillary Clinton and the DNC. When the DNC was trying to raise money to to fucking fund a campaign they couldn't find it nobody was funding it that's my point that he's not a galvanizing guy he's not a guy who's going to show up it's not going to show up in fundraising it's just going to show up and people are like i completely uh, i just gotta pull over yeah, for but this trump's guy. running again though you guys 20 that million 20 million more people in the country than there were when when obama ran you don't think he's running again sam uh i i don't know i i think why wouldn't he he just said he would. I think I mean, he, he would. Says it. I think he's physically he w- up to it. Would not? if he's physically. I, I I think it's gonna be a lot harder for him than he thinks it's gonna be. Why? Because it- of all this. Va- I mean, like what this country's been through, and then you're pro. What is? What this country's been through? Vaccines and passports. You're basically pro that. Yeah, but he's I- been that the whole time. If that was already factored into the last election, right? Don't you think? Uh, I I do not. I do not. I think. That that the the love for Trump is not the same as when he lost the election. Who else are they going to run though? You know, no, they're going to run him. I just don't think he's going to have the cakewalk or the. Uh, I'm just. I think there are people that are waking up to this two party bullshit and they're over it. And I think the right is more quickly to get rid of Trump than the left would be to get rid of Biden. That's just my humble. Oh, opinion. they'll let Biden die to the end of it. They, they don't give a because. Fuck. I just, that's my opinion. What's your thoughts, Dan? Yeah, just th- just thinking about it. I mean, um, 
there's a lot to question about Trump in general. Like he was the, he was a wild card. He was the Trump card. Um, he even just thinking of the name Trump, like the, the trumpets of the apocalypse. And <laughs> it's like, I think um, it, it's making me think of, you know, 2022 in the year of the Pluto return of the United States. Like if Pluto is death, and rebirth Joe Biden is embodying the death principle very well. Like he's about to croak. It's, it's kind of like a King Lear situation where like for, for the, the Pluto return to be out with the old in with the new, he's definitely the old and he's like the most senile president we've ever had. And just represent, he's like, you know, the, the diaper shitting, like senile screaming at people embodiment of being old and about to die. So he, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's, we just been through the ringer of all this propaganda, all of this stuff, like with the January 6th stuff leading into them, like filming stuff at a movie studio, not the white house barring up the white house. Like these are just like, bad signs for the state of this country. And honestly, like, like I said, I've been predicting economic fall. Like there has to be a, everything that happened in 2008 is like covered in band-aids. They just printed more money. They kept printing and printing and printing and they know it's a ticking time bomb. And I feel like now that the COVID narrative is basically done we're going to have like a nice little break or something. And then I really, I see, I see the U S dollar or the state as the reserved currency or the state as uh, the United States being like the world empire. Like once COVID's over, they'll be like, all right, let it crash. And then we're going to, that that's going to be this Pluto return chaos or just total collapse. So what about other countries, though, uh, that, uh, is Pluto coming for them? I mean, China's having a lot of problems right now. Their economy isn't what everybody thought was going to be. They're having problems. They're having unrest. Australia's <laughs> fucked. Uh, New Zealand is fucked. Canada, like Trudeau looks like for the first time ever, he's in some real problems, man. That eclipse got him. That eclipse got him, though. So, he didn't put in his double. So, yeah, well, even like um, it, it, it's it's affecting the whole globe because the U.S. is the world superpower. We have been definitely since World War Two. Um, so because we're the petrodollar, like we're the reserve currency, if we fall, everything falls. So that's I think that's why it feels like it's happening on a global level. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's going to be like a a blasted nuclear war field across the land or anything, but when we kind of just need to, like, like I said, out with the old in with the new, we have to just embrace it because shit is going down. Like if you think things are just going to be back to normal soon, we're not there where it's it things still have to crumble and according to according to astrology 2022 is the peak of this 
death and rebirth process for the United States and therefore the whole world. Oh, I got we're, you. we're the okay. superpower. You where know? does where does crypto fall into this? I see you keep saying the the dollar's gonna fall out out with the old, in with the new. Is that crypto? So I mean crypto there are a lot of really interesting ways to use astrology with crypto. Um, the technology, like the blockchain blockchain technology is totally part of the new, especially this age of air. That's like 160 years that we're just kicking off. So that technology is here to stay crypto from my like limited understanding of like Bitcoin like I think Bitcoin is hard, harder to just have a government be able to control. But that's not to say that the new world order will come up with their crypto and force us to have some type of like digital ID or um. Yeah, you know, it's definitely a game so the, going for on with there. the crypto. I'm pro crypto, and I recommend people keep buying Bitcoin, especially now when it's like on sale, because from my understanding, I don't think the government could just like the crypto is decentralized in this age of air that I'm talking about is decentralized. So that's, that's the good news. The, the ability for us to be decentralized is here. Um, but in the way that they do, the elites are probably like they have the QR code system. They have the passport technology. They have the AI. They don't want you to drive or own anything. They want you to be a digital slave and the technology is already created for that. So I think they're going to let the U S fall or let the economy fall or the dollar fail, then introduce their digital currency. But I don't think they can just cancel Bitcoin. I think, Bitcoin and other cryptos will just remain kind of rogue and decentralized. But you, I mean, we know how many freaking sheep are out there that they will use the tools that they have to manipulate people to sign up for some type of like digital, um, I don't know, like fed dollars or new world order crypto or whatever tied to a digital ID tied to biometrics and all that. That's the bad news that, that they want to do that. But the good news is like even us, we're here in the metaverse, you know, challenging the narrative, talking, we're going to still be able to survive decentralized, I think. But, you know, COVID is going to turn into the climate change lockdowns or the digital ID or the, the vaccine status tied to your digital ID or even some shit implanted in your body. I think that's that that's possible and that could be on the way. But I still think counterculture and decentralized like techno kind of like cyberpunk shit is really we already have it. We already have the upper hand. Look at look at Joe Rogan. Like so it's not all doom and gloom, but I do think it's going to get rough. What's that? You think it's going to get rough. I mean, all growth, you have to go through it. Yeah, and it, it, and if you know it's happening, you just like let it crumble, let it fall, like let let the dollar fail and just buy the buy the bitcoin or whatever. Oh. Um 
and it's it doesn't sting as bad if you know it's happening. But if you're if you're caught off guard and you're like thinking about the way things used to be, it's going to be a rude awakening when they don't go back to normal. So I think just the astrology is saying like they're the new normal, the, the way that the elites portray the new normal, that, that's not set in stone and we don't have to fucking consent to that. But there really is no going back to the way things were. So I think the sooner we embrace change and what's that change look like to you? Because when you say going back to normal, what to me was going back to normal is being able to go work out the gym without wearing masks, being not having some fucking fat counter guy asked me for my vaccine passport you know uh being able to fly without masks on because oh my, my ear hurts my ears hurt like what what do you mean by not going back to normal and that's not me trying to attack you. I, I, it comes off a little more aggressive than i meant it to be but like what do you think is not not going back to normal like what is that just kind of like um it's really kind of abstract but just from like a cosmic perspective um, astrology, in my opinion, like I said, it's God's time. It's God's timing. God created this sky clock or the creator or whatever. And the sky clock is pointing that we have crossed a threshold. And so we should embrace seeking what this new, the, seeking the good side of this new age or this new era we're in the age of Aquarius or whatever. Um, that's inevitable because time is ticking. And when you're studying uh, the stars, you know, when you've crossed a threshold and you kind of know when you should stop being nostalgic for the old way. So I think like you're saying the, the old way means no masks, no passports, no nothing. And now that we're on the other side of this threshold. Yeah. If you live in a city, like I'm from Chicago, I don't fucking live there anymore. And all the people, all my family, I say, get the fuck out of there. Cause they is the new world order system ready to roll. But how many other people are living off the grid, making money with crypto, getting rich, like doing whatever the fuck they want. So there is an option for decentralization. And if this like huge crash happens from the Pluto return, that's just, that's just like, this could be like a libertarian paradise where it's kind of like the wild west. And they just say, yeah, fuck, fuck those red state regions. Let's just do the new world order with these retards in, in yeah. the cities, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's going to be, we're already in like a dual society where two, two different people could be living in two different worlds. Like, yeah. so I think it's going to continue that way. And that's even prophesized too. Like even in like the native American prophecy, they say, you know, this Waitiko energy is going to take over and then the offshoot will separate from it, settle and they'll survive. And then this, the Waitiko like new world order people will literally destruct, destroy themselves. And that's yes. transhumanism. Dude. That's all of this shit. So yes, dude. Yes. Just like embrace the digital, not the literal meta metaverse, but like fucking rock fan or, the spiritual metaverse NFTs or any of this stuff. We have free range to like do this, like cyberpunk um, 
alternative counterculture. And yeah, let those fucking people move into their shithole cities with their passports and become transhuman. They, them fuckwits. like let them do it. But we're, like, we have to be like, okay, there's no going back to the old way because now I live off the grid and make money with crypto and fuck around and do whatever the fuck I yeah, want. Like dude. it's possible, but it's not going to look like, I love that public school, you know, living in a suburb, having a nuclear family, like the old way, it's going to be way more just because the air element sweeps through. So you could just get rich off crypto, like in the way it just like sweeps through and all of a sudden bing, bing, bing. And then you could lose it just as fast. So the air element is way more decentralized. The earth element is like a freaking fortress but the air element is like different than that. So no. I'm kind of just no. ranting at this no, point. No, no, but no, 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 dude, you're, you're, you're really nailing it. And uh, I think it's very important. So like within my own life, like, listen, let's face it. If I would, if I hadn't become a content creator and gone all hard into content creating, I wouldn't be anywhere near. I am right now. I would be stuck and probably, Sadly, probably dead. I mean, that's just the truth because the options were fucking completely limited for me. I have friends of mine who have been unable to embrace this way of operating. They cannot do it. I tell them this and they just won't do it. They just want to do system entertainment. So what Dan's talking about is something very interesting to me. And this notion is like, if you hold on to the old way of operating, okay, you may end up part of the crash and burn. If you do not change the way you operate, you will be left behind. So what does that mean? Maybe everybody, maybe the days of having to live in the big city to work may not be what the future is. If we have a computer and we have an internet, can we do what we do all over the place? And our, and we you know when we had the uh indigenous smoke show on, right? That everybody loves. <laughs> okay? Shout out to her. And she was talking about what was going on on the reservation. And then we kind of took a look at what was going on in the big city. Seems kind of similar. And, you know, yeah. what Dan's talking about are, if you're going to sit in these big cities, these are going to be the new world order. Yeah. I mean, look what Drew did. Drew did. He got up, left, took his family, started NFTs, made money on NFTs. You got to figure out a new way to make money. You got to figure out a new what is the new way of yeah. operating. Or, you think yeah, a new way of something. There is danger in getting lost going so because parmy's like is what's the business going to be in the metaverse are, are you losing out by not operating in this metaverse then you gotta ask yourself is that the business you want to operate in i think with the internet you're going to be able to stay local act global johnny seems like this pandemic is uh it's having some side effects that they didn't anticipate and i think that's one of them and this this realization that we don't have to be crammed into these boxes yeah and breathe each other's fucking stale farts every day for and until you know because think of it people do you know people who like worked in offices like for long periods yeah. of time still do and they just get burned down to a nub you know i mean there's just nothing it, it it's a 
unless you're of a very specific temperament, it is soul crushing to do that kind of thing day after day after day. And just just the freedom of being able to just hey wake up you know eat Grab breakfast a cup at of home coffee, yeah and and, and maybe chill bill. see your kids off to school yeah. or something like that is enough to to really change the outlook for some people I would think I hope so and I hope I hope they don't go back to the that. only thing from the old that I find very interesting that what okay so what's the future mean is schools right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do think you got to do that. I think it's important for socialization. Socialization. Yeah, big time. Because I don't think you want to completely get off the grid in that aspect. But again, it's like it's a feeling out process. But you have to be open minded to what it means. I think the metaverse, as we understand it, which is, I think, 15 years away from really being something that people go, oh, I'm going to stay in here, right? Is, is a very deadly tool for. Things I think you've heard before, but also for for this notion that these psyops now can be done to you in like a real time. So we watch television, we watch 9-11, right, on TV. Yeah. Now in the metaverse, we're gonna all experience it in this hyper real reality. And now it's gonna traumatize us. You know, it's like Eddie Griffin, uh, Eddie Griffin, Eddie Bravo and I talking about. What if now you got to get a vaccine in the metaverse? It makes me think that, like, what if that, what if what we are in now Dude. is a way to just traumatize souls? You know what I mean? Like, this is no, our metaverse. Is. Yeah. No, 100%, gonna, Johnny. But we're going to be doing it like, what if, what if we're doing it like five times back? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we get the metaverse here and we invent, and then inside the metaverse, you know, there's another metaverse and yeah, we're just well, traumatizing yeah. ourselves yeah. times exponentially forever. Yes. yes. Oh, and then the metaverse is not going to be called a, a vaccine. It's going to be a, what is it, a antivirus? Yeah. Well, no, they'll call, they'll call it. Is um, that a joke? I see. Yeah. 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 You fucking. I, I love that you had to get that. Like you, you were like the person who kept fucking up the double dutch, like by tripping up on the court because you kept jumping in at the wrong time. But the point is, is that there is, there is something to like. I, I think we're all finding that. Hey, I don't need to be on Twitter all the time. I don't need to be on YouTube all the time. I don't need these 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 system legacy, which is hilarious because social media legacy, is kind of yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. But the legacy social media, I can go operate over here. I can go operate over here. I can get off, read a book. I, I hope go. you're right about that. I hope you're right that people are doing that. Well, I mean, or the or go on, damn what? Well, I was just gonna say, like with all this stuff, um, you know, it's. Like I said, whether we like it or not, we're in this new 160 year air period. The air element is up in the clouds. It's like Wi-Fi. It's digital. It's communication. Air represents your intellect where earth was physical. But like even now, you know, with what we do with podcasting and with anything, like how many like digital internet friends do you have now? How many people like you don't need to go to your neighborhood and be like, who's into who wants to talk about the Illuminati? Like you're that's going to be hard, but it's very easy now to find your tribe, to find your people. And even with like the symbolism of Aquarius, Aquarius represents like uh, the collective, like uh, network, social networks. So the theme is going to be, you know, connecting with fellow man. Aquarius is a human, you know, it's 
the Zodiac has animals and objects and humans. Aquarius is a very humanitarian community based sign. So, I mean, it, I, I'm just thinking like we have strength in numbers. We, the, the conspiracy community, we already are just like, I'm sending voice memos to random people across the country talking about random shit in my IRL life is totally disconnected from that. And I don't need it to be in my IRL life anymore. So I have like love and social fulfillment and human connection with people across the globe. And that's pretty cool, you know? So from like a, a positive um, outlook, there are just endless opportunities to connect with other people, other like-minded people and to find your tribe. And it doesn't require this like earth element you know, moving to the city yes. to connect with the art community or the co- the comedy community that's there physically. It's like, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to, you don't have to physically go anywhere. We're connected now through the, the air. So I, I'm, I'm trying to have like an optimistic outlook. Cause yeah, the meta, the metaverse and stuff that's, they are going to try to just totally control that. But we're in the metaverse doing this and this is going to evolve to the non Zuckerberg version and, and be really positive and great. And it's just the next chapter in the human timeline one way or the other. So that's why I'm just saying like, don't hold on to the old ways and think and, and, you know, focus on, on the positive sides of these new ways. Cause we're in a new age for sure. Can I can I ask you 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 mentioned okay it's the age of Aquarius. Now I've why why technically and this is more of a technical question why is there disagreement about when the age of Aquarius started? Why why is that technically? Because, I mean like so what about the stars? Basically the constellations is what the zodiac is based off of. Mm. The zodiac is 360 degrees mathematical each sign is 30 degrees. It's very sacred geometry. The constellations are all different sizes. And you say you're in the age of Aquarius when the constellation Aquarius is rising on the spring equinox. And right now, and that takes a very long time for it to fully switch, you know, Um, It takes the the procession of the equinoxes takes 26,000 years and there's a sign change, a constellation change about every 2,200 years. So like on the actual spring equinox, what's rising is like half Pisces, half Aquarius. Oh, interesting. So it won't be for another 200 years that we'll be like, yes, that is definitely Aquarius rising on the spring equinox, it's going to stay that way for 2000 years forward. Now it's kind of, we're literally in between and we're going to be in the in between for like the next 200 years. Does that work? Like you think it might that. So when you're in the, in between the, the age itself has some characteristics of both of those, uh, signs. Yeah. And I mean, basically interracial. Yeah. 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 It's the Blake Griffin of eras. (laughs) <laughs> and when, like, when Christianity came through, that was when the age of Aries was ending and the age of Pisces was beginning. And it's like, hear the good news. Like, 
hear that this man who gathered fishermen, you know, so that was like Pisces setting us up for this long age of Pisces. But um, I think like I've heard astrologers say, no, 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 it's not the age of Aquarius yet. It'll be that in 200 years or hundred years or whatever. But like what I was saying, the age of air, which is based on the Zodiac, which is the more mathematical exact thing mm. that hints at Aquarius because the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter happened at zero degrees Aquarius on the winter solstice 2020. And that ain't changing for 160 years. So it is vague, but like 300 years from now, we will not be debating it. That will be the age of Aquarius for sure. Now we're, we're kind of in the in-between and that could last the in-between could last like a century or two, you know, let me ask you something. So, so we go open up to the new, right? Like be understand times change and open up to the new. So what we have going on right now, we have a lot of culture clashing going on, right? And how much of it is the old, how much of it is the new? My question is, even in the new, and maybe I'm asking a question, but I'm leading the witness at this point, <laughs> right? In that, like, I, I don't, I think growth is great spiritually, culturally, physically, but if it doesn't make logical sense, does that mean we're just old school, right? Like, let's take what do you mean? trans athletes. You, I know most people are don't have problems with trans. The problem they have is when they tend to overstep into other people's rights, right? Like children and like drag sports, queen story hour or. Trans athletes dominating female sports. Like I just saw this video of a of a doctor saying, you know, it, most children make good decisions. If they, it's okay to chop your breasts off now. Uh, you can always add them back what? later. Like, <laughs> like that guy needs his ass. It's beat. a woman, yeah. But, but the insane. question is, uh, that woman needs her ass beat. You know, the question is, like, how much of this is, and may, this might not be uh, something that you can answer through what you've studied, but how much of it is. Is like, okay, uh, I'm just old school conservative. How much is it like that just doesn't make logical sense? Well, I think like certain things are unchangeable. Like, like I said, the ancients came up with the system of astrology with the 12 signs of the 12 houses. And those perfectly sum up the human experience even today. And what we're experiencing now is anti-human anti-nature like when i say we're entering a new age that doesn't mean that biological gender will change but yes. humans will change it because humans are, are flawed yes and fucked in the head at the moment but like yeah like there there are certain things that are unchangeable like we've had this we, homo sapiens sapiens have been the same since a very 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 long time ago we're still mammals. We still have biological gender. And that's reality. That's not going to change when the ages change. Like, that is not going to change. But if you start fucking with our ge genetics and start being a transgender into a transhuman or whatever the fuck, I mean, that, that goes back to the story of Atlantis where they were, like, fucking with genetics and fucking creating chimeras and stuff. And then God just goes 
and then destroys it because it's such an abomination. We're there. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, worst oh, case yeah. scenario is God floods us because we fucked up so bad. And I'm going to buy a submarine just so I can ride the flood out. Yeah, so, so to answer your question, like, Oh, does thinking that biological genders are real, make me a conservative or like part of the old way. No, humans have been humans and we're going to keep humaning yeah, I agree with that. forward. But what's happening is not human. It's not nature. It's transhuman. It's not logical. It's abomination. It's straight up. We don't need to be immortal. We need to live this one life, yeah. learn our lessons. They want to trap us forward. here for sure. So yeah, it's, it, it gets down to that. It gets down to that. And like, it is just like the notion that how we were like, I have friends of mine that are like so passionate about trans kids. They're just so passionate. And I'm like, that's great, man. That is fucking great. Respect on that. Okay. But there are not enough trans kids in the world to warrant completely changing thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years of raising children. Okay. Basic primal fucking like style. Like that's what we've been and doing. You still haven't gone to like a PTA yet in LA? No, well, dude, I'm not, dude. That's not happening. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not. <laughs> just I, imagine the nobody. He'll be president. No name Tripoli. <laughs> no one last name Tripoli will at, be at a PTA meeting in Los Angeles. That day will not happen. They will not be here. It's just a fact. It's just not happening. I I have no faith in the people here because. There's something really crazy about you when you want to run the PTA meeting and you think it's okay to usher in a fucking new... Anything other than protecting the children, teaching them reading, writing, arithmetic. Outside of that, you have an agenda and you need your ass beat. That's what it is, man. And dude... You don't need to be telling people how to raise their kids. This notion that teachers know how to raise kids better than parents is ridiculous. And that's where we go to the illogic. I mean, most of your civil rights movement over centuries has been live and let live. You sh- you know, whether you're a man, woman, you should be able to date whoever you want. Okay? You should have the equal rights. Now we got all that. Now these crazies are just, they just want a little more because they want more than the last generation. Now they're getting into bizarro town. I have a dick, but I should be able to piss in a woman's bathroom. No, you shouldn't. It's literally like a psychosis. And I mean, it's pretty clear. It's all about discernment now. Like, can you just, can you call a spade a spade and be like, that lives of TikTok teacher is demonically possessed maybe or just literally belongs in an insane asylum and that just says a lot about the times we're in like to not appear insane when the the masses the mainstream the public school teachers academia hollywood everybody's fucking insane and the conspiracy theorists like us who are saying yeah biology is real gen biological gender is real we're all of a sudden deemed the crazy ones, but it just goes to show we're in this Pluto return period. Like that psychosis, that mind virus that's going to destroy us is almost fate. It's almost fated that it has to get this bad. But those of us that are awake to it are connecting 
interacting, coming up with ideas and standing firm, like holding the line, like, no, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. No, I'm not getting a vaccine. No, Fauci is a fucktard. Like to say that a year ago was kind of intimidating, but with our strength and numbers, we are, we're going to be like a breakaway civilization. And these trans kids, families are going to inject themselves and fucking change their genders and do God knows what until they just become an, an abomination and either get destroyed by God, quote unquote, or just kill themselves off. Yeah. Cause this shit is not I totally agree. With what, you, that's not what being human is. Being human is like flawed and messy and we're like really not perfect. We're mammals, but to all of a sudden be like, I'm a they, them dolphin. Like, give me my surgery, inject me, put like, put a chip in me. Like that's not going to end well. And we know yeah. from the so- mythologies and from all that stuff. It's like, same, it's the same story over and over. Somebody uh, a friend but, of mine works with, their pronouns are she, him. Yeah. And you have to flip a coin in your head every time you address the person. Because if you favor one or the other too much, they get offended. Yeah, well, they need, their, they need to be I mean, fucking punched in the face. That's, that sorry. is the type of behavior that somebody mumbling to themselves on a street corner would yes. do. Yes. And yet here yes. we are. They're the ones that are at the front of the line to teach your five-year-old. So, I mean, anybody with discernment would not send their kid to a public school. I don't have kids, but if you see this stuff and if you met a teacher that has these values, you'll know that there's like a Waitiko or a fucking demon or something that is hell bent on being anti-human, anti-nature, anti-God. And what does that look like? It looks like a fucking insane person. And those people are running the show and they have been. Yeah. And yeah. this counterculture is solidifying and we're well, going to be all right. We're no, going to be sure. human. They're going to be transhuman and eventually dead. So See, the truth of the matter is, is that people like this person that works with this person that I don't know who this person is. Um, <laughs> they, they are, they are beta dictators who are manipulating a system through outside pressure Okay, meaning lawyers and police. Yeah. Lawyers, police, and bankers are 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 funding and promoting and protecting a small minority that knows what's going on and are openly abusing people. Okay? Like, listen, man, if you gotta ask yourself, how much is your paycheck worth? How much is it worth? to sit in the insane asylum because I guarantee you, you will find an equal or greater paycheck working somewhere that spiritually aligns up with what you're doing. And by allowing these people who have zero investment in the future besides their last breath, I don't know anybody, him, her that thinks that bringing children into the world. I'm, is a good idea. I'm sure you can find some re some dumb dumb okay on YouTube that has kids and uses pronouns. Okay, those people are getting 90 jabs, and they're all going to have full blown AIDS. Just know that. So they're not going to be around for a while. But most of the people, most of the people saying him, her, fee, fight, fo, whatever was Owen Benjamin's joke. The point is, is that. 
um, they, they do not represent society and they will die off. That's how it is. Nobody wants those people around them. I, you know, Jason Galern told me, well, I shouldn't say his name, but Jason Galern told me they had a family. Their friends would not teach her kids, please or thank you because they thought it was aggressive. You know what I'd say? I don't want you in my life. You're never hanging out with my kids. Aggressive. Why is that aggressive? Yeah, because it, they're rich kids who just had time to think. We we are there are people in their lives whose whole fight or flight is gone. Their food, yeah. shelter, All. clothing has been taken care of yeah. forever. Their wine, their minds are wandering for new battles. You're so right. And they're crazy. It's, it's psychosis. It's literally. I mean. And it's also the herd mentality because like some of us are just born rebels and they will, they will push the envelope and will just be like, yeah, fuck you. Like I, I don't care what the herd is doing. So like even in nature, there's like the outliers of like a herd of animals and the outliers who are like, it's safe in the herd. So this is all just the manipulation of like, well, if they're doing it, I'm doing it. But if you don't, have, if you have the discernment where you say, if they're doing it, I'm doing it. Meaning, if they're jabbing their five year old and sending them to drag queen story time and triple masking their five year old, like you're you're not going to survive this great reset. You are going to be funneled into the smart city or whatever, and jabbed and jabbed and jabbed until you're like a walking graphene mutant. And you're just not going to live. So now it's like, yeah, we're, like I keep saying, we're in a new age, but we're still human. We're not evolving to be not human. We're just humans in a different world with different yeah. challenges, different pros, different cons. It's a different chapter in the story, but we're still human. There's still two genders. This is still a world of duality, male, female, male, female, light, dark, positive, negative, and to deny that is to deny reality and create an offshoot satanic abomination of reality. And that's what we're in with these fucking like my, my pronouns is like reptile dolphin or, or the, these people just are creating a hell world that is going to cave in on itself. And we're already, they don't seem there. happy. That's the biggest thing. No. If you just look at them, do they seem happy? And the answer is no, because they're going exactly against their biological natural drives. That's not anti-gay. That's not, an that, I'm just telling you, man, there are gay people who think all this shit is just completely dumb, dumb. Okay. Right. So they're not doing it. So it has nothing to do with your sexual. I'm talking about people who just wage these stupid wars, fighting fucking windmills are miserable fucks. Okay, you know who's crazy? You know the only is a woman with blue hair. Do you know who's crazier than a woman with a blue hair? A guy with blue hair. Okay, he's a little more crazy. Yeah, you're hot. You're changing your shit because you're not happy with what's on the inside. Yeah, and and honestly, it's been it's like like I said, each generation has different set of programming, and they program us from the cradle to the grave, and. If you went to college, like I went to college, I you have to take those classes where they teach you critical race theory. And that is the seed 
that is going to eventually lead you to full-blown clown world pronouns fucking cutting your dick off. And, and to be fair, I don't think trans or gay is not human. I think those people who have always been around have been manipulated and turned into an agenda, into a psyop so that yes, people are trans, trans people are valid, but when you're hijacked and it's part of the mind control program, it's a depopulation jambling up reality and like turning things upside down. It's Orwellian. So trans or gay. You get of a lot of attention when you play this thing. It's about attention. So there was this comic in LA. He's the nicest guy. Was was I would say on the outskirts of co- comedy in LA. Couldn't really get anything going. Right. Suddenly he comes out as trans. Taking hormone therapy, all that shit. Now he's announced he's got a modeling agency. He's got a pro, he's got managers. He's got you know it's like. Because the system is funding these people and there's everyone running to them because they're virtual signaling that they love. Oh, we love you. There are people who this is who they are. But the funding of this is getting done to cause chaos, cultural Marxism. You are a pawn and you just don't know it. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't be a trans person, but I've just noticed certain people go from zero to hero when they start playing this narrative. And you see it happen all the time with uh, any ethnic group in LA. They will start out loving everybody. And now all of a sudden you'll see them start tweeting about white men or white people, start getting a lot of tweets. Now all of a sudden they got attention and they keep leaning into it. Same thing with females. They're all like female comics are great. Run around getting dick downs from everybody. Then all of a sudden it's like, ah, it's so male toxicity. And you're like, you're showing up everywhere and you're crying about male toxicity while you're committing toxicity. Yep. Right? It's so hard to be a female comic as your fucking com- uh, staff of comedy clubs, you know, fucking married men. Right. Ah, so it's just yeah, it's, well, even like that. That's like so 2019, like feminism is so 2019 because in 2022 now it's birthing persons. And even the idea of like, what is feminism if women can just be anybody? So it's, it's like, it's literally a psychosis and it, the herd is psychotic at the moment. And if you don't have the discernment and the balls to step away from it, and find the others, find the people who are not insane and talk about it and stand, stand firmly in your truth. Like this woke bullshit is Waitiko demonic, psychotic insanity. Like if you stick with the woke thing for money, that's literally the definition of selling your soul. Like y'all are comedians. Imagine if at some point you said, well, I've got to be inclusive in my jokes. I've got to like virtue signal in my jokes. Where would you be today if you if you took that path? And how many people did take that path? How many creative people? Yeah, I would be writing on a non-union because of the pandemic, like because of the fake virus, like all of this stuff is just keeping us down. And the sooner you just walk away and get ready to be in the breakaway non-vaxxed, non-masked, off the grid, not living under this shit, 
like the sooner you figure out how you're going to do that for yourself, the better. So, nope, I'm with you, man. And you, you know what it is, man? It's a quick rise to the middle. When you start conforming all that stuff, you rise real quick to the middle and you go nowhere because you're doing what everybody else is doing. And now that the, the, the mechanisms to, to blow up through these, and here we're talking about entertainment, through Hollywood is getting harder and harder and harder. Like Netflix, we said on the show it's going to happen. They're going to destroy their brand. They've lost a yeah, hundred million dollars or a hundred billion dollars. And now from based on inside scoop, nobody's blown up off these Netflix specials anymore because nobody's watching them. People who bl- used to blow up off them, you just saw. Now it doesn't happen. They put too many on there. No, Dude, they I put too I much can't. dog shit. Yeah, on yeah, there. yeah. Too much dog shit. Yeah, just too much content. When that fat chick with the fat ass that looks like a guy got one, that was the death. It was death. Nanette? That that special? Yeah, Nanette. It was the death. The programming is supposed to be enticing. It's supposed to hypnotize you and put you at ease, and then you're just, like, programmed. But when I flip the TV on and see a woke commercial with, like, an Asian wife and a black husband and like a they, them five-year-old or some shit. I just want to, I like squirm and I'm just like, turn, turn it off. So like the, at a certain point, like I know TV and entertainment and movies and stuff is meant to be an escape. It's meant to like relax you, make you forget about your world. But I mean, for the past four years, I I don't watch anything on any entertainment at all. Like, it's all gone to shit. So that's the opportunity. We're in this alternative space. We're on Rockfin. We're shadow banned. But like eventually the good shit is going to start bursting out of this side. And then it's really going to be the end for the, the wokesters. Cause it's well, they're going to so be used. Bad. Yeah. They, they don't. It's study. so bad. It makes you physically feel like crap to witness it. And at a certain point, people are going to either step away or go full you know, transhuman, woke, whatever that, and however bad that ends up being, they're fucked if they stay on that path. So, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Dan, great episode, man. We got a jam. Uh, one more time, tell them where they can find you. Yeah. So, uh, cosmickeyspodcast.com is my website. We're recording this on a Wednesday, but starting tomorrow, um, I've been working on a astrology calendar that has kind of like vaporwave artwork for each month of the year. And the calendar has data with all the astro data. So it's like a really good physical resource if you want to follow astrology. So that's on my website, cosmickeyspodcast.com slash calendar. I'm also releasing NFTs of all those artworks. So I gave Mark the link. It'll It's on my OpenSea. We'll, uh, we'll and- uh, include it. And yeah, Cosmic Keys podcast on uh, all the platforms. All right, man. Well, send me all the links again in the email uh, to uh, my email and uh, we'll go from there. And uh, hey, man, great episode, dude. Great episode. Hope to see you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys see you guys in Bakersfield. Uh, in, in Long Beach, tickets are almost gone pretty much. 
to uh, the first show. Grab a couple left there. Second show, still some tickets. Go to bar, go to Barstool, uh, Barstool Bakersfield. We got some tickets available there. And then February 3rd again, I am in Redlands. Come grab me. That's next week. I hadn't had a chance to promote, but I hope to see everybody. Talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Aaron, this is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.